What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and today we're going to have a new format called Coach Talk. Uh, we'll be putting this in periodically moving forward. We'll sit down with one of our Thriveology coaches who will have a list of questions for. The coach and I will answer back and forth, give you some information, answer the question, um, and then hopefully you'll have some action, steps, some action steps from it moving forward. You can submit your questions to the Thriveology Facebook or Instagram uh, messages. So you can DM on Instagram or message on Facebook, uh, the Thriveology page. So make sure that you go there and you submit your questions there. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of Coach Talk. Welcome to Coach Talk again. Uh, if you were with us our last episode, we're starting a new show within the show, if you will. We'll do these periodically throughout maybe a week or a month. I don't know, depending on how well they go. Uh, so basically we're looking for questions and we're gonna sit down with our coaches and get their answers. We'll banter back and forth, see what they have to say about things. Uh, last time you got Coach Trevis, today you get Coach Taylor. TJ, uh, welcome back. T-Mac, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> this one's a little more comfortable. Yeah? Yeah. You actually have a general idea of what you're getting into, but yet you have no idea what you're getting into. Exactly. It's the best yeah. way to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, we'll have Jana back on the mic telling us our questions. She's had a lot of practice enunciating her words. <laughs> she had a good one. <laughs> what, what were the fundamentals? I don't even remember. How <laughs> like fundamentals. Fundamentals. Yeah. Sorry, that'll happen. Yeah. She did good. She did really good. Um, so John will be asking our questions, and that's the way it'll go. Cool. Sound good? Pick good ones. Pick good ones. Slash ones I'll know the answers to. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, we're ready. Okay. I don't like that expression. Not all too good start. It's just her. It's just her. What are the best gym tips you would give a beginner? The best gym tips I would give a beginner. So I think this is a good one for you because... Why is it a good one? Well, um, you've, you were a beginner. And then you were a beginner. So you've been a beginner twice in the last, like, three years. Yeah. Because what did we decide? You've been here for three or four? Four. So I started in 19. Yeah. Um, October 19. Yeah. So four. Four years. Mm -hmm. So you were, you were a beginner in, in fitness then. Yes. And last year, around October of last year, mm -hmm. something like that, yeah, summer, I think we talked about Maybe the transitions. Yeah, so it August. was fall when I kind August of started September. getting yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, you were a beginner in coaching fitness. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. with those two experiences, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, what's been helpful to you? And I think you can take this like whatever way you want. And I'll give some thoughts too. I certainly got a couple off the top of my head, but mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what you think. But like, what's like when going into the gym the first time, what are some things to prepare for when like talking yourself into walking into the gym the first time, what are some things to like tell yourself it's when, like when you're getting going and when you're trying to push yourself, what are some things to remember when you're trying to choose weights or choose, 
you know, what kind of exercise you're going to do instead of that one because that one's too hard. Anyway, yeah. I'm just thinking out loud. So I think the biggest thing for me was to tell myself that everyone is here for the same reason. Mm. You know, it's not like if you walk into a restaurant by yourself or like a bar scene, there's a lot of different people there for a lot of different reasons. Mm. So it's a little bit more intimidating versus walking into a gym. Mm. Everyone is here to work on themselves and mm. get better. No one comes in and is like, I'm gonna sandbag today and see how many people I can watch mm. and mm. critique their form. Mm. So I think putting into my head early on that we're all here for the same reason, um, that was really helpful. But another thing that was helpful early on was talking to people. So mm -hmm. especially at Thriveology, I don't, I can't speak on other gyms, but Thriveology in specific, we're mm -hmm. a really close knit community mm -hmm. and talking to people. And early on, I was good about introducing myself to people. Mm -hmm. And then once I was kind of a familiar face, I introduced myself to the newer people than mm -hmm. me. Um, so that helped a lot because it breaks the ice right off the bat. And it's not mm -hmm. like it, it takes away the who's the new girl question. Mm -hmm. So getting comfortable with taking the step to introduce yourself and um, kind of start to get comfortable with where are you from? What do you do? Mm -hmm. Why are you here? Because mm -hmm. then you learn a lot about people really quickly because some people are like, you know, I just had this huge life event happen or I want to have this much weight loss or so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. getting out of your head that the gym is a scary place mm -hmm. early on is going to be monumental to your progress. Well, and I think that that's tough because I don't know how much time you spent in like Globo gyms before mm -hmm. you came here. And if it was not much, then you were blessed. Yeah. I think because I believe, well, I believe that, you know, maybe as a 17 or 18 year old girl, I'm sure it's still intimidating in a different way, but mm -hmm. maybe it's not the same as like a 58 or 59 year old woman mm -hmm. or 48 or 49 year old woman. Yeah. They walk into Globo gym and they see all the teenager boys or even 20 something boys or even girls in their skivvies or whatever it is like over in the free weight area mm -hmm. and they're over there flexing in the mirror and I think it's worse as far as I hear it's worse now than it was yeah then I heard a anecdote on like Tim Ferriss show or something the other day where he was like yeah I was there and I saw this couple kind of come in they got all these weights set up yep they <laughs> took some pictures and they walked out yeah I was like what yeah and that's I think Honestly, if we took social media out of the factor, I think, or out of the equation, yeah. <laughs> I think the intimidation factor would be a lot less mm -hmm. because you see what should happen, mm. air quotes, mm. in the gym, and that automatically puts people in an uncomfortable spot because mm. they don't know what their goals are. They don't know how to get to their goals. So I think the people like that, that mm. you see that are walking into the gym, it's, you never know what goes on mm. behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I think like getting that picture out of people's heads, mm -hmm. literally and figuratively, um, it's just tough, man. It's yeah. just tough because it is, it, it isn't, you know, for a 40 something year old woman, 
Yeah. It's an intimidating place. Someone who's mildly overweight, doesn't feel comfortable with herself, probably rolled in there in sweatpants, like mm -hmm. to see people in that context, you know, guys over there grunting and girls over there, you know, doing the any outing machine or whatever, like you go, I can't, I can imagine that it's challenging. I, right. And I only know that because I get to talk to all of them when they come here mm -hmm. and they're like, you know, there's mirrors all over the place. That doesn't make me feel good about myself. It's right. a bunch of people that look intimidating. They're not talking to you. Like I said, mm -hmm. no one's rolling in going, Hey, I'm Tommy. I'm Sally. Like, how are you today? Yeah. Like, here's who I am. Who are you? Mm -hmm. Um, at any rate, it's basically those points that you're talking about. Yeah. And on the same token, circling back to the question, um, I think it's really important too to know yourself and judge your comfortability when walking into a gym mm. and knowing that it's okay to move around. Mm. Like if you walk into, so for me, for example, I was at NKU for a very long time and mm. I was not comfortable on the campus's gym. So mm. I wasn't comfortable in the rec center because I didn't know what to do. Mm. It was mostly males working out which it's much more diverse now in co-ed but it's I didn't feel comfortable working out there so I kind of let that dwindle my progress mm -hmm. so I was like all right well I'm just not going to work out there and then basically the same for like planet fitness or anything like that I just wasn't comfortable some people are which is great they can kind of get that they can get past that barrier, no. but not letting it, not letting that be where you stay, knowing that it's okay to move along until you find where you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's why I ultimately ended up here because I knew that I needed somebody to stand next to me and say, no, that's wrong. Let's mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I needed a place without mirrors and where I could mess up and mm. not look around me and be like, oh my God, I hope nobody saw mm -hmm. that. I do that more now as a coach than <laughs> as a member. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just trying it out, yeah. seeing where you're comfortable and realizing that it's okay to move around until you're comfortable. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes along with your other point of like, like, well, maybe I'm putting it together in my head. So you said like, we're all here for the same thing and move around until you're comfortable. The way that I kind of like put those two together is like, um, like no matter where you are technically, like, yeah, you're all there for the same thing. And yet like you should also ignore what everyone else is doing because mm -hmm. no one, like literally no one cares what you're doing. Right. People are worried about going to the freeway section because they're worried about looking dumb or looking stupid. Like mm -hmm. you just said, you mess up an exercise and you're worried about looking dumb or looking stupid. How yeah. bad did that look? And we get that here regularly. Like, well, that's gonna, I'm gonna look funny looking, doing that. Like mm -hmm. everyone else here looks funny too, first of all. Yeah. And and if they're doing the what they should be doing, they're gonna be too tired to even care what you're doing. Right. So like getting out of your own head, mm -hmm. I think is a big one. Yeah. Um, for like forcing yourself to be comfortable in a way, not not in a place that is actually uncomfortable and makes you feel right, uh, not safe or whatever, but like not getting in your own way and convincing yourself that you're not comfortable. If that makes yeah. sense, like the odds are no one actually cares what you're doing. 
Yeah, and if they do care, it's because they want to see you progress. Yeah. Um, so there are times where, like for this morning, for example, when I was on the floor training, we had a lot going on, and there are times when, you know, you can't be in every place at once. So members swoop in where they know they can. Mm-hmm. Of course, for small things, not like mm-hmm. big things where they're going to hurt themselves mm-hmm. and a coach should be over there. But if, they, if a member is looking at you mm-hmm. or they know it's because they, that the person receiving the feedback is comfortable with the member giving feedback mm-hmm. and the member giving the feedback is comfortable saying, hey, I Do did this, this and mm-hmm. this was helpful. That mm-hmm. might be something that you Do try. this this way. Here's something right. that I've learned. Mm-hmm. Maybe or even if it's not about lifting a weight, if it's like, oh yeah, I had tennis elbow three weeks ago and I did this and it seemed yep. to help. Yep. Little things like that. Mm-hmm. That's typically the only time people are looking mm-hmm. at other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because they don't know what they don't know what an exercise is, mm-hmm. or they don't feel like they're doing it right, or whatever that is. And right. They just look for some sort of guidance. Yep. Um, okay. Other tips. Um. Let's see. Don't do more than you should at once. So don't bite off more than you can chew to uh-huh. begin with. So what what do you mean small. by that? Um, do so, you mean like mm, like too many changes in general, like, or do you mean like too much exercise in the beginning, or do you mean both, or what is that? I would say both, but. In specific, I would say don't go too hard too fast mm-hmm. um, because you want to make it enjoyable. And I think a lot of times people think that they have to they have to kill themselves. They mm-hmm. have to be dripping sweat when they leave. No pain, no gain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they have to do four days a week to make it worth it. Um, starting small is really going to allow you to not get burnt out because you're going to get bored quickly if you are going balls to the walls Mm -hmm. right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Um, So establishing your goals for yourself from the get-go, and if you need help with that, asking, Mm -hmm. being comfortable with asking. Um, Because when I worked out previously before joining Thrivology, I didn't really have any sense of direction. And I was like, all right, well, I'm comfortable walking on the treadmill, so I'm just gonna go and walk the treadmill for two hours Mm -hmm. and then reward myself with Starbucks on the way home. You have to celebrate the small things. but (laughs) Um, So I think recognizing your goals, establishing what you want to get out of working out Mm -hmm. will help you create the path that you want in Mm -hmm. small chunks. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't go too hard too fast with your workouts. Uh, That's really good. Uh, That's really insightful actually because there's two things on that. One is the body just needs time mm-hmm. to adapt. Sure. Uh, and that goes, what what I think people don't understand is m- maybe they get it from like a physical level. Like if you try, if your goal is to bench press 200 pounds and you walk in the door and it's your first time training in 10 years, you probably know you're not going to get there and you probably understand that your muscles need time to adapt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you may not understand is that 
when it comes to making that progress, literally trying to push yourself will almost cause you to either go backwards, but that like definitely like if you're pushing too hard too fast, you will most definitely hit a plateau quicker. Mm -hmm. Most Absolutely. definitely. Like there's no question about it. And that's what that's one thing that people really don't understand because if they're in a hurry to lose 20 pounds, mm -hmm. they want to come in and work hard four days a week, which the days a week isn't necessarily the thing. It's the intensity at which you're doing it. Right. If you go too hard, too fast, you will hit a plateau much quicker mm -hmm. and it'll be very quick. Number one, your body is going to shut down before anything else because the t your tendons, ligaments, joints, all that fun stuff yeah. just aren't prepared. Not, mm -hmm. It's just not ready for it. Yeah. Um, it all needs to adapt and it all takes time to adapt. Mm -hmm. So understanding that is very important right. and understanding that it's actually going in the beginning, going slower will get you going faster in the future. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. Yeah, definitely. And on that same token, I think it's important to recognize and promote as another key part. Um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> um, be realistic with yourself and know that you're never going to be satisfied mm. because you're going to hit a goal and you're automatically going to have another goal. Mm. So I think having a goal of, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Okay. Well then what? You're mm. going to lose 20 pounds and then just That's quit good. going to the gym. Mm -hmm. You always have to have a goal in mind, mm -hmm. whether that be keep going. Like my goal is to keep showing up to the gym. Mm -hmm. My goal is to go one day a week or my goal is to lose 20 pounds, but then my next goal is to get stronger and increase my deadlift by 15 pounds mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, re realizing that there's not an end game, like fitness mm -hmm. is forever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an intimidating factor for people too, is because kind of like on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you're taking a medicine and people are like, wait, I have to take this medicine for my whole life. Mm -hmm. Fitness is kind of the same way in mm. regards to once you stop, you lose your progress and mm. you have to kind of start back mm -hmm. in a spot where you didn't end. Mm -hmm. um, and knowing that once you start, because that can get, mm. that can get your head in a different place. Demoralizing. Like if mm -hmm. you start and stop and start and stop and start and stop and it's like, oh, I always got to start over and I right. always got to, you know, get back to this point. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's mentally and physically mm -hmm. tough. Yeah. It only takes 72 hours for um, detraining to begin. Exactly. Only 72 hours. Which seems like a lot of hours, but when you put it into your week, yeah. and people are like, all right, well, I can get there on Monday and yeah. Friday. Yeah. By the time Monday and Friday come around, you've had all of that time. That's 70, more than yeah. 72 hours right there. Mm -hmm. um, now, of course, that doesn't mean after 72 hours, like you're back to where you started. Right. It just means that detraining has begun. Mm -hmm. So it only takes 72 hours. And the regular argument is, well, if I got to keep doing this, like if I'm going to, if when I stop, I get out of shape and then I get back up, 
or I can build it back up, like, mm -hmm. then what's the point? Like, why should I even do it? And it's like, well, that's the point. The point is, is you need to just keep doing it. Yeah. And that's the hard thing for people to grasp. Like, it's the exact point that you're making. Like, that's the point. Mm -hmm. The point is, it is an infinite game. Right. There is no end. Mm -hmm. It is an infinite game. You cannot apply finite rules to an infinite game. Once you achieve something, you need to be prepared to achieve something else. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just keep going. Like, like I said, sometimes that's just the goal. Okay, that means for the next six months until I have another goal, until I find another mutter to participate in or another, hopefully not another 20 pounds to lose if you've already yeah. lost the pounds you've lost, but yeah. like until you find another goal, then sometimes it's just like, okay, I got to show up three days a week. Exactly. And that's the goal. That's why it's so important to celebrate along the way mm -hmm. so you don't get bored, which is probably, I guess, another tip that I would have is to celebrate the things at home that you recognize are getting, that you're seeing improvements on because of the gym. So for me, you know, we mentioned on the podcast previously that I was on, I had quit smoking and I came straight here after a few months. But for me, right off the bat, the biggest improvement that I saw was my willingness to participate in like, outdoor games with family members mm. and challenges with the gym and mm. things like that. And those mm. were fun for me. Um, and even like things that you're doing around the house that are easier because you have been at the gym. Mm. So we had one member that was really excited because she could squat down lower mm -hmm. while she was cleaning yeah. her house. And she was like, it was much more comfortable and it's exciting. Like yeah. you get excited when you see those things happen yeah. and you're like, Oh, my work has, shown and has paid off in yeah. ways that aren't on the scale or yeah. with a tape measure. So it's important to put those celebrations into play. Not it all counts. It, it does. Mm. It does all count. And in those celebrations, it keeps you hungry for more. Mm. And that's, that's the key to not being bored. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. All right. Um, so good stuff there. Basically, like be who you are, find a place that's comfortable, don't pay attention to the people around you, um, and yet go make friends at the same time. That'll help you be comfortable. Yep. Uh, don't go too hard too fast. Be consistent. Plan on doing it forever. Yep. Celebrate the small wins along the way. Celebrate the small wins. Yep. Good. John M. You got another question. <laughs> I know your heart rate rates. Every time I say your name, your heart rate skips up about 10 beats. Big breath. Okay. What is something you've learned about yourself since you started coaching? Ooh, it's a good question. Since I've been coaching, mm. that I am capable of more than I give myself credit for. Uh, what's an example? An example is having more knowledge than I think I do mm -hmm. and backing it up. So one of the biggest struggles for me when I started coaching, and I do still struggle with it from time to time, but I think it's gotten a lot better, mm -hmm. is knowing that I have the tools to make me a good coach mm -hmm. and I, I've earned my spot as a coach. Obviously, I'm still learning and still educating myself, but 
the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around was explaining. I knew how to do the exercises, but I didn't know why. I didn't know why I was correcting somebody or why I would have them do this instead of this. So knowing that I have the tools to educate myself to then make the members better, that has been something that I think I've done better at than I anticipated. Well, it's like we talked about also, like understandably going from a member to a coach mm-hmm. it's tough like yeah. you're used to mingling with the people and now all of a sudden you got to tell the people what to do yeah <laughs> and tell them to stop mingling yeah like, all hey, right, hey i'm up here now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, you guys keep it down back <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like the switch from from the get-go i never wanted the members to think that i had the upper hand superiority yeah mm-hmm. i didn't want them to think Oh, she thinks she's high and mighty mm. now because she's on that side of the classroom and not with us. Mm. So I never wanted that to be a thing. And I think that held me back for a long time mm. because I did want the members to still know that I'm also still, quote unquote, one, one of them. One of them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, That's funny. yeah, that was mm-hmm. a hard thing mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I said previously, this is such a close knit gym. Mm. And everybody here wants the other person to succeed. Mm. And everybody here has something that I myself can learn from them. And if I had a question or if I wasn't sure, the truth was always the best route to go. Mm. Um, So I think knowing that I can get comfortable with not knowing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So accepting the fact that I'm like, oh, I don't really know about this, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask, and this is what we're gonna do for now. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as obviously it didn't hurt anybody, but mm-hmm. I got really comfortable outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. For as oxymoronic as that sounds, I don't even know if that's a word, I, but I think it's well put. Yeah, I think it's well put. Um, Getting comfortable being uncomfortable is one of the most important things that any and all of us can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I totally agree that that is definitely one of the biggest growth areas that you've had is um, being comfortable, no, being confident knowing that you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at the same time, it's also one of your biggest areas of growth potential. Mm-hmm. Only because you don't know what you don't know. Like, right. there's just so much potential there. Like, yeah. your confidence has come in starting to accept that, number one, you don't know what you don't know. Number two, like, and that's okay. And that's okay. Because it's only when you convince yourself that it matters, that you don't know what mm-hmm. you don't know, that you hold yourself back, that you reserve, that you don't give your best, that you don't serve the people who are in front of you, that you don't coach as well as you can, that you, you know, fit in instead of get, you know, make people better. Like it's only when you, when you make it matter that I, I, I may not know exactly what's going on that you hold yourself back. Mm-hmm. If you understand that it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. 
The only thing that matters is that you have an open mind. Yeah. That's literally the the only thing that matters. Not the only there's more thing, but like yeah. like that's one of the biggest things when it comes to being a coach is that mm-hmm. you can learn from a member. Sure. And I think that goes for the whole industry as total because mm. fitness is up there with politics oh, and religion and yeah. in regards to how controversial it can yeah. be. So and it's ever changing. Like yeah. it not one thing. Like if you look back to like if you circle back to videos of people when they first started working out, yeah, what they did then is dramatically different than what we do now. Mm. Um, so, like, there was a thing where lifting heavy wasn't as promoted mm-hmm. as it is now, yeah. and there was science to back that up. And mm-hmm. then five years later, it changed. Mm-hmm. And so, knowing that it's fitness does not ever stay the same, mm-hmm. and that's partially why that's something that's intriguing to me is that it is always growing and it is mm. always changing and that adds a fun factor for mm. me and knowing that we're all we can all educate each other mm-hmm. because an article I read could be completely different than what you mm. read or we could read the same article and take different things from it mm-hmm. so um, yeah well and here's the thing like like you're coming into the fitness industry honestly in a very good very very profound time because like there is so much out there that can start to help people and yet like the the understanding of how exercise impacts the body is still very like exercise as an idea is is very old Mm -hmm. thousands of years old right Socrates told us a long time ago, like exercise is what the body and mind need in order to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But there was no understanding of why there's, there's up until literally the last 50 or 60 years, there hasn't been much research done on why, like, mm-hmm. like what actually do different types of exercise do for mm-hmm. the body? There's been plenty of research on, um, aerobic exercise, running, running. That's that, that kind of research started, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, but on like weight training, it's, it's so new mm-hmm. that we just don't, we just don't know. Right. We just don't know what we don't know. So like you're coming in at a perfect time to start to understand, um, to be able to better relay to people like the importance of it. Like you can actually understand it yourself mm-hmm. as like all of this new research is coming in and then relay it to people yeah. moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you've definitely made a ton of progress mm-hmm. and, and like, if you just understand that you can learn from anybody and everybody, yeah, then like, it's just, gonna, it's going to be much easier. Mm-hmm. Another strength that, not to be like, these are all of my strengths, <laughs> let's just keep the list going, um, but something really early on that kind of was a roadblock for me to power through was utilizing my strengths mm-hmm. in order to build my confidence on the things that I wasn't very confident on. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I'm very personable so Mm. I have no problem talking to people Mm. 
which sometimes is a downfall, but um, I used my personability strength to then kind of help lift up my weakness on credibility. So I knew that I wasn't the most educated on the kinesiology of an exercise. So I utilized being open and honest with a member about, I don't know the answer to that quite yet, but so kind of being able to utilize my strengths in order to back up my weaknesses was very helpful. Um, but it's hard when you, when you want everyone to like you and you want everyone to think that, you know, shut them up. Yeah. And you, you also don't want members to come in and be like, is this a waste of my time? Am I getting the best use of my money? Because our members do, they come in here and they, it's not gym memberships anywhere aren't cheap Mm -hmm. and you want them to feel like they're getting the most out of what they're putting into it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, making sure that your strengths are used the way that they should. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Good. Well, very good, sister. Like I said, you've definitely made some good progress. Thank you. Um, very good tips for beginners as well. I think that that was yeah. very helpful, very useful, uh, all very actionable as well because, mm-hmm. man, do we get in our own way when we, you know, go to start anything, but especially exercise. I just think, yeah, I just think we get in our own way. Yeah. Start small. And like you posted the other day, just show up. Mm. It's like you can do, I was telling my sister a few weeks ago, it was like, if you wake up and you're like, man, I really wish that I could get a 30 minute exercise or workout in, but I I can't find time. So I'm just not going to do it. If you wake up and while you're brushing your teeth, do 10 squats and while you're waiting for the pasta to boil, hold a minute plank. That's already 10 squats and a plank more than you would have done. Otherwise. Yeah, otherwise. Mm-hmm. If you if you break it up throughout your day, that's still a workout. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. So well make put. it fun. Yeah. Well put. Start, start small. Love it. Yeah. All right, sister. Thanks so much. Okay. Thanks, guys. And people, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Share with your friends so that they can get good news too. And until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.